Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Mark here, and I have a really cool giveaway for you. I have five copies of Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves on 4K Ultra HD, and I would love to give you a chance to win them. So if you want a copy of Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves on 4K Ultra, shoot me a message, be like, Mark, I would love a copy. I'll put your name in the drawing. No no guarantee to win, but it's worth it for a really cool movie. I love Dungeons and Dragons. Like it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a good time. So yeah, I mean, just shoot me a message. Say hi. Hey, Mark, how you doing? I love a copy. Yeah, so bring home Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves on 4K Ultra today. Chris Pine and Michelle Rodriguez star in this hilarious and action-packed adventure where a band of unlikely heroes must undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic. Buy Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves on 4K Ultra HD and get over an hour of bonus content. Rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Welcome to Movies, Films, and Flicks. I am Mark Hoffmeyer, and joining me, who is just as stressed out as I am, it's Nani Boetas. I'm sweating. I can't feel my toes. I don't know what to do. What were we thinking with this one, Mark? Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? Why do we think, oh, let's do a challenging, fun thing, and then it's more challenged than fun? I don't know. So every year we have to condense the entire year of horror into one episode. We also had to pick our favorite 21st century horror moments. And then we also did an episode about hotel horror, which led me down corridors and hallways of just research and watching movies. So floorboards. It's, it's just <laughs> floorboards. Yeah, exactly. And then this one. So we're celebrating our 500th episode week. And I really wanted to have you on because you're just a great contributor to MFF. And I said, hey, we have talked about movies that we love. Like, we love the movies we've talked about. We've done 19 horror films. We we cut it down to 16 for this tournament, which was tough in itself. Yep. Which hurt my soul to cut down the movies that were cut out. I don't want to talk about them. Then Rest in peace. I put, I put the 16 movies into the randomizer. And that punched us both in the guts with the matchups <laughs> it created. It's it's like it's a worst-case scenario, scenario and one of these matchups for me. Like, the final is going to be in the first round, for me, at least. So mm. There are a couple that I just, like, I mean, I you asked me, are we going to seed, or are we going to do the random bracket generator? And I was like, chaos, let it rain, random bracket. 
generator and the thing delivered in space. I hate it so much. But then also at the same time, if I look at the list, Mark, how would we have seeded it anyway? So, you know, I think either way it would have it would have given us some head scratchers because we've talked about some awesome horror movies. It would have been boring too. Like we already figured out the seeding, so we know it's gonna make this is chaos. And I'm glad you this said just chaos. just let it happen. Oh. Chaos. Blow it up. Let it ride. <laughs> you want to get into this yeah. madness that lies before us? All right. Oh so the first matchup, which I already hate, is 2010's Devil versus The Dark and the Wicked, which was released in 2020. So we have a movie that Devil, which is near and dear to my heart, because I truly yes. believe that it's underrated. And it was disliked because of where M. Night Shyamalan was at in the time of his career and he produced this and people laughed in the theater when we saw it next yeah. is dark and the wicked which is oh a my god but it's a good gut it's like very it changed well. my life yeah this movie changed my life it it was one of the most cathartic horror movies i've ever seen like it, it's so good and well received everyone who saw this movie I don't think I've heard anyone say anything negative about this movie because I don't know how you say anything negative about this movie. Devil was an experimental kind of thing. Shyamalan was like, yeah, let's get some people, do some shorts. Unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of those. We at least got Devil out of it, which was such a fun little horror. I, I just love like setups that are so simple. Uh, the Devil yeah. in an Elevator. <laughs> love that. What, a, what an elevator pitch. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh. But, um, you know, but then you've got the dark and the wicked. That's art. Art. It's, art. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Mark. Like, I, I know, I mean, we both love Devil. I know you especially, it's near to your heart. But I'm going to have to go with the dark and the wicked here just because of the life-changing. <laughs> Listen, I'm not insane. Images so, seared into my brain. I mean, Mar in Ireland is incredible in the dark yeah. and the wicked. And it... It is an artfully done, really beautiful horror film. And as much as I love Devil, I think I love Devil more than The Dark and the Wicked, but The Dark and the Wicked is a better film. I would rather watch Devil. Like, I can watch <laughs> Devil anytime. It's easy to watch Devil. It's not easy to watch The Dark and the Wicked. But I have never seen a horror movie do that with a knitting needle in my life. This, I've never had a preacher, screw the exorcist and all those movies, a, a preacher has never freaked me out like that. It's just, and again, the, the cinematography is just fantastic, yeah. I, do you want to, are we going to have a little back and forth? Okay, here's here? what we're going to do. I'm going to put, I'm going to get a piece of toast and I'm going to put it in a toaster. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put we'll peanut butter on one side, I'm going to put jelly on the other. And I'm going to throw it in the air and whatever and side we'll it lands on. There we go. We will. will there we go. Listen, it doesn't have Logan. Dark and Awake, it doesn't have Bokeem Woodbine. It doesn't have Logan Marshall Green. It doesn't have Upside Down Philly in the opening credits. It doesn't have <laughs> the true. really wonderful, earnest security guards. It is just, I love the production design. I love the costume design, but the Dark and the Wicked has to go through. Yeah. It's just, it's it's one of those things. I, it's just a band aid that you need to rip off and just go. You know, something inside me yelled when I said that. I felt <laughs> something in my body. This... Any other brackets and things might have been different. You need to remember this now. This is chaos. This is chaos reigning. Ah! Like, 
it's in both movies it's about the devil and whatever so you know the devil wins here yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's true no matter who wins yeah I'll wait. Say <laughs> wait, Satan gets defeated in Devil, but then I would say Satan definitely wins in The Dark and the Wicked. Sort of. So, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of dead people. Just a lot of death. Yeah, a lot of blood. Blood in the Elevator. That'd be a good movie for a... Blood in the Elevator. <laughs> blood Vader. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> Sorry, so uh, our next matchup is, is another stupid one. Oh, I hate random so bracket stupid. generator. It's Candyman 1992 versus Scream 1996. I want to cry. What is this? Ha- you, what's happening? Why do you like how? How do you? How even? I don't know where to start with this one because this is again two, two very how, what's the word significant <laughs> horror movies. You know, the one mainstream, the other actually quite underrated and got more love as the years went by Great score. but for those of us who saw Candyman again changed our lives Candyman was my intro into horror it was the first horror movie that I watched that I liked I wasn't into Freddy and like that was like fun stuff that I giggled with with my friends because I was like nine but <laughs> Candyman was like whoa okay so this is horror like and I mean it's it's stuck, but then you've got Scream. My like, I mean, m- my favorite Scream. <laughs> I, uh, Scream's amazing. When I saw it when I was fourteen, it just blew up my life a little bit because yes. I was like, oh, this can be horror movies can be meta and they can be cheeky and they can be they can be hip and no and and about us young yeah. people and like you know it's, it's yeah for and your sure famous not for sure quote about hair grease from the screen episode and then <laughs> Matthew Lillard hitting lightning in a bottle Rose McGowan just being hilarious Live her alone let oh her alone God. just the entire Randy. cast but it doesn't have a Philip Glass score scream does doesn't it doesn't have it doesn't, Tony but it has but it has right the right hand yeah it doesn't, doesn't have, have overhead Tony shots Tosh. of Chicago from a really cool camera it doesn't it just it does, Tony Todd in a parking structure. No. Oh, what the first I, what, scene with Tony Todd? Oh I don't want to. I don't. I don't know what to do. I don't want to. I don't want to pick this one. What, okay. Let's get that size. Get that piece okay. of size. Ask the bees. How about this? <laughs> How about this? Scream made a ton of money and has spawned one of the most wildly successful horror franchises of all time. Yeah. Should we give Candyman, which is wonderful, by the way? So let's let's move it in. Let's move it. Let's move it forward. Let's move it forward. Let's let's okay. let go with the V. You choose because I can't. I just can't. I refuse. Listen, Scream, Scream has had much more of an impact on my life, and it's been really good to me with the Screaming episodes in our series. And just I've written a lot about Scream. I got a, a script coming up about Scream, but I want Candyman. I want Candyman too. Candyman <sighs> it is. This. Random bracket generator is just sitting back in a, in a like a re- reclining chair with a mai tai laughing right now. Okay, folks, we're gonna take a break now. <laughs> gonna take a quick nap. Refocus. We'll do one of these a, a day, one of these a week <laughs> until we have a winner. Tune in next week. <laughs> Actually, that'd be a fun pod series where we just do that. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. let's totally do that sometime, okay? Yeah, and like do the video, yeah. Or just pick 16 yeah. horror exactly. movies. Ooh. Exactly. I that's, like that. That's good. All right. Next. 
2021's, wait, 2022's Five Cream. Yes. And I Saw the Devil, which is 2011. No, I Saw the Devil, 2010. So 2010's I Saw the Devil and 2022's Five Cream. This one's easy for me. Yeah, I mean, for me too. I love Five Cream, uh, but not as much as, well, to, I wouldn't say I love I Saw the Devil. <laughs> that is, that is taking it far. We haven't released the I Saw the Devil episode yet, have not we? Not yet, not yet. Are we going to? Oh, of course. Before or after this one? No, before know. or after this. I prob- we'll probably, probably, yes. Yeah, maybe. I, 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 I kind of, I try, I, I try to go in order. So if I go in order, this will be after, but I might put it out first because I, I, I just like I saw the devil. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, I do. All right, all right. But, so, um, all right, yeah, so we're going to just. I know Five Cream doesn't have Mindy and Chad. Or, um, I saw the devil doesn't have Mindy and Chad. And they're wonderful. But. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, no, I mean, I Saw the Devil is just something completely different, and it's really, really good. <laughs> Violent and bloody, but well-made. It rips you apart. Very well-made. It's just incredible storytelling also. Like, I mean, it's character-driven, but it works so beautifully. Not but. It works so yeah. beautifully. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's that's one of our easier choices, I think. I want to give props to Five Cream, though, for bringing in new characters that could carry a franchise. I feel yes. like sometimes legacy I... movies don't have the strongest new characters. And so exactly. this yeah, group the, can carry it. The new screen proved it. I really like the new characters. Um, the fifth one, yeah, was a lot of introductory stuff, but you can see they're just now, like, laying into it. Just, yeah, it's good. Right. You know how I feel about Scream, so I don't want to talk about dropping it any further. Oh All right, next. Troll <laughs> Hunter, 2010's Troll Hunter, the glorious, glorious found glorious. footage film, Norwegian film oh. about hunting trolls. And then 2020's Underwater, a a true underappreciated and underrated creature feature. 100%. Oh, my gosh. The fact that a Cthulhu movie of that proportion – with such good acting and a neat little story, got stomped on. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. I love Underwater. I am going to go with Troll Answer on this one, just because Troll Answer was another legendary thing, and I are trolls, so that's just, yeah, I'll probably choose a troll in a fight with Cthulhu. <laughs> I'll be the troll avatar but yeah I'm gonna go with Troll Hunter on this one even though I adore Underwater I've watched that movie eight times now doesn't get old it's just great it's such a it's such an easy watch also it's got there's some good tension in there but the more you watch it you're used to okay this is the part where they're going down the pipe and it's gonna be all claustrophobic you know it. So it actually becomes a very relaxed watch. It's one of those movies that's actually quite relaxing, and you cannot look away from the screen. I don't know. It sucks me in, Mark, every time. It's it's a joy to watch, really. I adore Underwater. And after I learned about the production design, the costume design, the the they didn't shoot in water, the visual effects, I like it more. Yeah. I, I, I love how they shot it in a low, uh, an abandoned home like repair place in like warehouse in texas or louisiana yeah Yeah, just it's 
it looks great. You know, but I will say, if Underwater was recognized as being the FUD movie it was, and it did make money, and it, and it was critically loved, I'd still pick Troll Hunter because the end with the Jotun just completely destroys me. Oh, and the scene yes. where he's filling out paperwork while eating breakfast because it's a government job, and he talks about a troll who bit his tail and rolled down a hill like a like a stone. This the the world and the bureaucracy and the, it was a bear attack and just the the creativity of it all. I have I oh have to gosh. go with troll hunter. The humor, the Norwegian humor, I just adore. I mean, it's a bunch of like Norwegian comics that did this little found footage movie that's about troll lore stuff that they actually grew up with troll like uh, fantasy lore stuff. Uh, that they're like, let's make a found footage movie about this thing, but still, like, I mean, the story was well put together, and yet, like you say, the ending guts you. Like, you you root for the trolls as much as you do for, you know, the people, like, you root for the troll as much as you do for the troll answer. Yeah, and again, I just love the humor. The landscapes are beautiful to watch. It's just, yeah, I love everything about troll answer, so. All right. Troll Hunter Decided. goes through. This is tough. Only halfway through the I need a nap. I need a nap. <laughs> oh, okay. Scream 2 versus Jason X. So we have 1997 Scream 2 versus 2001 Jason X. I I know what I want and it's and it's controversial. Yeah, I know what you want. Wait, do you? Uh, you're a big Scream Scream 2 fan. I want Jason I'm, X. I'm, I, oh, great. Me too. Oh, it's not even a really a choice for me. I'm not the biggest Scream 2 fan. Like, you know that. I'm one of the few people. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm all for Jason X because, oh, my gosh. Like, that was something different. And I think that's the thing. Scream 2 wasn't this very different thing for me. And it honestly felt like just another American movie in a way. With the, like, frat houses and whatnot that you guys got over there. Like, we discussed it in the, the Scream 2 podcast. When Jason X was like, what? They're doing this? We're going all sci-fi? Cryogenics? And, and it, it worked. It was the funnest Jason movie I have ever watched. It's my favorite Jason movie. It's just the best. I love it. Brodsky battling Jason. This sucks um, on so many levels. It just, like, I love it, the cast. It makes me so happy. The costume design is is insane. It's glorious. It's, but it's such a, I, I really, I think it's funny. And I think it's so easy to watch. Um, the problem yes. with Jason X is you have to hit that wavelength. And to hit that wavelength, you got to search those channels for, for a while. Because. <laughs> It didn't work for me at first. I don't know what it says about me. I don't know what it says about oh, me because no. I ended fast. <laughs> it didn't work for me in 2001 because I just right, wasn't. Right, right, I think right. I was just being like, what's this? And then I watched it years later and I went, I love this. So it, in Scream 2, I've had the opposite. So I thought Scream 2 was like one of the greatest horror sequels ever. But then we, we watched it again and talked about it. And the whole CC scene is pointless. You don't need C. That does yeah. nothing to further the story. The yeah. car chase where they crawl over. It's a new idea and it's a fun idea, but it, but it, it doesn't quite don't work. Quite. Mm. Uh, and I, I still love Scream too. That's like I, I love it. I do. I really love. It. I mean, Randy's death. Like they had the guts that to kill Randy. That was the 
That was a hard one, yeah. Yeah. The mom sure. was great. Mrs. Loomis and just the unhorn, uh, unhinged performance from Laurie Metcalf. Like, there's <laughs> there's a lot to like, but Jason sure. X is a delight. Oh, my God, a delight. No, absolutely. The fact that they could pull that off. And, I mean, that's the thing. What, you watched it in 2001, and you watch it today, and it's, like, you you like it even more. That's that's pretty neat. So, it's we agree. It's wonderful. <laughs> wonderful all right yeah scream three scream three <sighs> versus the wolf of snow hollow the 2020 release the wolf of snow hollow yeah that's 2020 so you have 2020 yeah. is the wolf of snow hollow and scream three what yeah this think? one's also a tough one for me because i love scream three um like, yeah Again, the, the, the opposite of it. Yeah, Posey, Gary Fisher's in it. <laughs> fun horror. So many memorable moments. A bit of a mess plot-wise, sure. I would argue that like between the two, Wolf of Snow Hollow is definitely tighter. But I mean, it's a, it's very difficult to compare. The humor or, the humor is completely different. You've, you've got really two, I think, very different movies here. Um, this is why this one's kind of tough for me. I, I'm I want to lean, because when I saw Wolf of Snow Hollow, I was delighted. Uh, it was the first Jim Cummings movie that I saw, and I was an immediate fan. And I love the movie, but then Scream 3, I don't know, Mark, I don't know. What do you think? Arguments? I feel like I always lean towards things that relate to depression. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of do. We kind of do that. It's yeah. like... Uh, what did what did it make did it make, did it make me feel anything even if it's just pure joy like Jason X Jason X didn't make me feel anything other than glee. <laughs> there's a scene in Scream Three where Ghostface takes a rug and pulls it when a guy's running <laughs> on it. He pulls the rug out from under it's someone's foot. The the movie is such a heightened comedic experience and so many people hated it, but it it's always worked for me. The knife throw that bonks Dewey in the head. When everyone just yeah. screams in a circle, ah, ah, yeah. this con people do drop. <laughs> Parker Posey being Parker Posey. I mean, Sydney's kind of a nothing. Sydney has kind of a character in this, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I love Dewey. I love Gail. I love Gail's outfits. Remember when her outfit matches the production That's design that. in the studio? Oh my gosh, it's just yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I think, I think my, I think the only reason why my lean more to wolf is because they they end up killing parker and it's a kind of a anticlimactic kill it's just like you don't even really see anything it's just like a bullet through a glass mirror you know like and i don't know i wish they didn't kill her it would have been so fun having her back in the screen series because she's just so perfect but and then yeah you've got like wolf of snow hollow that felt fresh and dealt with some cool shit, you know, like some toxic masculinity in a time that we really had to start talking about it earnestly. And and it did it with a sense of humor. I mean, yeah, I think you know what I'm going to say. You swayed me because of Parker Posey's death. So I'm, gonna, I'm going for Wolf of Snow Hollow. Let's, it's hard, but yeah, this is just random bracket generator's fault. I hate it. I wish uh, we haven't moved a single Scream film through. I wish we, I, the the random bracket bracket generator hates Scream movies. Well, the we next don't. one we don't. No, we don't. No, but the next one I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start rooting more for it, perhaps. Oh, this I think the next two are gonna be the hardest for me. 
Yeah, I don't want to. Do, I don't even want to look at that last one. Yeah. I, I want to cry. I, I literally, I, it breaks my heart. I, I. Mm. That's the final right there for me. But all right, so That's we'll jump the final. into 2020s. We summon the darkness, which is an absolute. I'm gonna say again, blast delight. Oh. What Maddie Hassan and Alexandria Daddario Daddario are delights. They're just unhinged and having the time of their lives. Oh. And then girls we have being girls. Scream. <laughs> then we have Scream 6, which made a year later after 5 Cream was able to take the, the, the story to New York City. A couple of superfluous characters aside, which has always been in the Scream world, it's yeah. a good movie. It's a fun movie. It, uh, the fact that it was made within a year is gnarly. And so you have We Some of the Darkness versus Scream 6, which I, I'm leaning – okay. I'm leaning towards We Summon the Darkness, but it's it's like I, I feel like it's 65. No, I feel like it's 53 to 47. So if you can sway my bar, like my power bar, my percentage bar, I'll go for Scream Six. I just love how much fun Dario and Hassan have in We Summon the Darkness. Listen, I've done two podcasts on We Summon the Darkness. It's so much I love this movie. Like, I've been telling people everywhere, watch this. It is so fun. It takes the satanic panic of the 80s and just flips it and makes it so fun. And Johnny Knoxville is in it. I mean, it's just a blast. It really is. But I, I kind of don't want to make this more difficult for myself. And since there's not a screen movie that has gone through, I want to put a screen movie through. So that's honestly my argument at this point. I love the fact that they took Scream 6 to New York and it worked. It was fantastic for me. It worked. I liked it more in New York than I did in LA. It was just such a great, there was shots. I mean, I can't wait to like for it to be released on streaming. We should be now sometime, actually. Yeah. Next, it should oh, be around. Uh, the I think the 5th, May 2nd. I th I'm sorry. Not the 5th. May 2nd, I think, in the States, it's getting a digital release. I don't know. That's still a while. But anyway, like, yeah, I can't wait to watch it again because, yeah, there were shots that, like, got me intrigued. It was, like, how they, you know, just filmed it in these more narrow spaces and it just, yeah, a different feel, but it still felt like a screen movie. The new characters were great. Chad has my heart. Chad forever. It's just, yeah, like... I mean, we again, we talked about it in the Scream 6 pod episode that folks can go and listen to if they haven't yet. Um, there were some things in the end and here and there that, like, yeah, you know, you can criticize. But did I love it? Yes. Did I like it more than Scream 5? Yes, I did. So, well, but I also love Wii Summon. Chad. <laughs> Chad. Chad. Do it for and, Chad. And also, Chad too, listen, as much as I love Wii Summon the Darkness, we need you should. Good guys. Sorry, we need good guys in horror movies again. I am sick of the assholes. I want my good guys. I want my Chads. Bring my Chads. That one, the one guy in, is the one guy in Wii Summon the Darkness, he's kind of a good guy, right? One of the rocker guys. Yeah, but I mean, it really takes him a while to get <laughs> something going. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's a bit of a, would just lie on the couch and see someone, yeah, like, that's true. set himself on fire before I, maybe pulling someone to help. <laughs> I do love the reckless Alexis line, but it's, <laughs> but Scream it's 6 had so much pressure on it, and it, it had to succeed, it had to prove that its legacy was strong 
and uh, and we like Chad. So let's let's move it forward. It's toast and in the next round. And it still had something to say. It also it still had something to say. Like yeah, I mean there's there's a lot to love there. I think Scream Six is also, I mean, it's a hit. Oh my gosh, it's Big done hit. so 100, well. People absolutely love it. And I think the folks who aren't as warmed up to it is gonna like it when they start seeing it again. Gonna like it more. That's my prediction. Because yeah, I think it's a good one. But yeah, Let's okay. Do it. Cool. it it moves. It's going. Okay. It's going. <laughs> okay, that's it folks. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> this has been fun. Bye. Okay. I don't know if I want to pick this one. I might just let you do it. Because it's Doctor Sleep versus the Black Coat's daughter. Which I think Green Room and The Black Coat's Daughter are my two favorite horror films since 2010, easily. And I, I'm constantly thinking about The Black Coat's Daughter. But the 2019 film Doctor Sleep, directed by Mike Flanagan, with with amazing performances, it's an, it's an epic movie. And it's a really great sequel that had the tide of book and the movie together. And it... Jeez Louise. Um, it's the most beautiful movie I've ever seen. Like you say, yeah, it's it's Green Room and, and Black Eyes Daughter for you. For me, it's Doctor Sleep and Black Eyes. And you know that. It's these two. These are. Uh, I, I, I mean, you've, yeah, like you say, you've got this amazing sequel with this big cast, everyone bringing it, beautifully shot, just beautiful to watch. Fantastic acting. Rebecca Ferguson. Oh, I mean, Ian McGregor is always on point. Like, they're all just fantastic. Jacob Tremblay. I mean, like, one of the best child actors in a horror movie I've ever seen. That little scene of him, like, he just annihilated all of us. It's like the scene everyone's always like, oh, Dr. Sleep, yeah, did that scene, that scene. I mean, he had Rebecca Ferguson in stitches while they were filming it. How That's how good he was. Then you've got the Blackout's daughter, which is like this little... This little glimpse into this couple characters, their little world, what happened, because it's actually just this world of this one teenage girl going through stuff. Yeah, alone. Trying to find, some, exactly, loneliness. It's the saddest movie. I can't really say, though, which movie makes me cry more, because both do. Danny at the end of the boiler room gets me every oh, time. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm, I think I'm going to go with you, and here's the reason why. I absolutely love the exorcist scene, exorcism scene in, in, in The Black Oats Daughter. I've never seen anything like it. And we I love think, that, yeah. And I'm actually a big fan of Emma Roberts, and I think her finest moment in all of her filmography is the ending of this movie. She is yes. just incredible. It's her best role. It's her best role. She's incredible. For me, it's, yeah. The problem is, is you know, Oz Perkins, it's a smaller movie. He... He had to go a lot of, you know, the, the, the sound, everything about it, I think, is perfect. Like, Kieran and Shipka is incredible in it. But it, it's such a little intimate movie. Whereas Mike Flanagan had to take a book, a movie, and he another book. He built the Overlook Hotel. Right. He had and to build and recreate the Overlook Hotel, and he did it. His decisions to not use, what, deep fake technology or AI. To, like, he found actors who looked like the actors. He found Rebecca Ferguson. He... I mean, even Abra Stone, Kylie Curran, she's so good. And it, it has guts. Wonderful. And it was a bigger budget movie. Pretty big budget. A lot of sort of expectations on its shoulders. And it he, and it, he managed to, like, sorry, but he managed to keep, like, Kubrick fans happy. He managed to keep Stephen King happy. 
and he still stayed true to himself. You could see that he loved what he was doing because we know Flanagan. That was like he was keeping himself happy too, you know, like it's not just everyone else. And that is no mean feat. All right, Dr. Sleep, let's go. Let's just move. Can we just move forward, Dr. Sleep? Yeah, forget it. Yeah. Okay. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. So it does. We, we've got there rationally. I, I still love Black Oat's daughter more, but for everything that – but I also love our, Dr. Sleep. So, but, it's one but of our favorites. I just think for it's everything Dr. Sleep juggled yes, is what deserves it. Massive to to, production and, yeah, like all the magic and stuff. It, it was so good. Rebecca Ferguson flying. That sentence sounds bizarre, <laughs> but the way they did it was beautiful. It was stunning. I was like, what am I watching? This is amazing. So, yeah, I think for the effects and for just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, it hurts, but yeah, listen, Black Eyed Daughter will forever be one of our favorite movies. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We're out of the okay, first done. round. Yeah, no, like, we have eight movies. We're good. We only have, get, we only have seven more matchups left. So we just got through eight of them. We're halfway through. Let's go to the second round and let's match up the Dark and the Wicked against Candyman. Um, as much as I love Candyman, yeah. I just think the feeling I got from Dark and w- the Wicked, it, it's that's a that's a masterful horror film. Dude, absolutely. Just the same way, like we talked about both Doctor Sleep and The Black Oak's Daughter. I mean. The Dark and the Wicked is supposed to be in the semifinal with them, you know, at least, at least. I think um, also I would definitely lean more towards Dark and the Wicked just because I think it's just slightly put together a little better. Um, It just rolls. It rolls like, I don't know, a hay ball down the valley of the devil. just... (laughs) keeps rolling this movie doesn't stop it just goes steadily but it got but it and it never feels steady where with Candyman, i mean what it, it takes how long does it take before tony todd actually appears for the first time yeah, 40 some minutes maybe yeah when which pops- is fabulous i like that it's different but it, it's definitely there's a there's a more blatant shift in things Whereas with the dark and the wig, it just takes you for a ride into hell, and then it lets you go. Yeah, it's yeah, we got it. All right, dark and the wicked goes forward to the yes, semis. Yes, All yes. Right. Cool. Okay, now we have I saw the Ooh. devil versus Troll Hunter, which I kind of hate. This we have a wonderful Korean film and a wonderful Norwegian film. Oh my gosh! Uh, and they're but, both fantastic. Yeah, and I I don't know I really don't know what to do here because. What Choi Min-sik is amazing in it. His serial killer is such a different... He's he's. I have never seen a serial killer like him on screen. Ever. Totally interesting. That is true. Fasc- a fascinating, yeah. Fascinating characters, just in general, because it's so character-driven. But Troll Hunter has a it's scene so where a guy's fun. throwing out paperwork, talking about a troll rolling down a hill. And also, <laughs> too, the troll encounters are so varied and wonderful. You have the troll under the bridge... You have the troll in the cave. You have the troll in the forest. You have the big troll at the end. I love how they teach us the lore without it feeling like this, you know, exposition or like this, oh, here's a quick lesson about, like, 
outro lore. They just like it. It it feels so easy with with the way they filmed it, and probably because of like the kind of student doing a documentary film thing. But again, it worked. It's clever. It's so simple. It's so easy. And I just love the fact that it's a found footage done well. I love it that it's an international film. I love it that we're still talking about Joel Under and it's 2023. We just got Troll and we probably never would have if it wasn't for Joel Hunter. Yeah. And I love I Saw the Devil, but I feel a little Troll Hunter love here. I'm not going to go with that just because um, I would rather watch Troll Under another thousand times. And I did not want to watch I Saw the Devil too many times and we love trolls <laughs> we love trolls we need our creature feature in here too all right um, oh good yeah all right let's do troll answer cool. wow okay so the semi-final on the top half of the bracket it's going to be the dark and the wicked versus troll <laughs> hunter now let's move on to the next match matchups on the bottom half of the bracket and we have jason x versus the wolf of snow hollow now i know jim cummings would shit if we put jason hex ahead of his movie <laughs> But I think he would shit if we put his movie. No, listen, he doesn't like his movie. Doesn't have, he complains about he, it a lot. That's the thing. Like he, he wouldn't expect us to put his movie in because he doesn't have a big head. Like he'd be like, nah, Jason X for sure. Well, let's do it. Let's get a slasher. We have know, we have a tone. We have a like a I very. I would pick Wolf of Snow Hollow. I would totally pick Wolf of Snow Hollow. Oh, would you? Over Jason X? <sighs> yeah. Okay, well, I guess they're both creep. Well, so actually, we're kind of moving it. Air quotes, another creature feature through. Let's do it. All right. I was being kind of. I think recent's uh, bias, but Wolf of Snow Hollow, the depression, the, you know how he hates on the reporters, how. He's not even like the hero of. The movie. Exactly. He, he he's exactly. just a drunk who is just a. Uh, yeah. All right. Wolf of Snow Hollow. Let's do it. <laughs> You swayed it's me. To, it's easy to convince you. <laughs> well, okay, here's the thing. Like, this isn't buying a house or... This exactly. Like, so... No, we're not going to take hours, like, arguing about, oh, my gosh, why this one should and why this one shouldn't. And, I mean, this is a werewolf movie, too. I actually can't believe we've only talked about one werewolf movie. We seriously need to rectify that. We need to talk about more werewolf stuff. Heck, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I love werewolves. David Cross and I did a big werewolf series. It's like, I love, we did Wolfman, I love, we did oh, nice. Van oh, Helsing. I haven't done oh, The Howling yet, or American and Werewolf I mean, in London. I've done I know Dog this Soldiers. Is not a, I know this, I love The Howling. The Howling is, is oh gosh, might actually be my, it's hard to pick a favorite, but might actually be my favorite. Okay. So yeah, we can totally do The Howling right. if you want. I but um, I think that that's the thing, we talked about this, like, uh, when it comes to werewolf movies, not a lot of werewolf fans liked Wolf of Snow Hollow because it's not your classic, but I dug it because it was a different take on it. I thought, again, how clever. If you could be clever without being obnoxious, if you could be clever and be sincere, you have all my money. Take all my money and my respect. I absolutely love that, and that is what Jim Cummings did with The Wolf of Snow Hollow. It was sincere. It was cleverly done. It said a thing. It had humor in it still. It was self-deprecating in a lot of ways because, like, you know, he plays his main characters and stuff, and he's a guy. Like, so it's it just, I really love this movie, so. Right. right. Well, so cool. I'm like, I'm at 50-50. So the fact that you said that, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I hear you. Right. I love, I love, I love Jason X. Love it. But, yeah. Okay. So we have Wolf of Snow Hollow. Now, let's see. So we moved. 
Let's see. We have that. Oh, now we have Scream 6 versus Dr. Sleep. After that big brouhaha we made, we got to move Dr. Sleep. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it, yeah. 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 <laughs> so now love, the, love Scream, but yeah. We're at the semifinal. We're at the semifinals, which is insane. Okay, where are we, where are we now, Mark? Yeah. Troll Hunter versus The Dark and the Wicked. Dark and the Wicked changed my life, so I'm going to go with that one. Uh, you know, I think... I was going to go with what would make what does Megan like more, and she loves both of them, so I can't use that. <laughs> what would Corey go for? Yeah, oh, would... gosh. He would, he would also. <laughs> no, he would be at – no, see, the four of us would be sitting here just saying the same thing. Like, I love them both. Yeah, it's just – Okay. <sighs> I, th- I think I'm just taking it more seriously, so that's why I'm like the dark and the wicked. I think the craft of the dark and the wicked – is really unheralded. People love Troll Hunter, but I think The Dark and the Wicked is one of the incredibly well-made movie. So let's move it forward. Also, one of the best for me, like I say, in uh, you know 21st century horror movies, one of the top. So all right, I so get there it goes. Sure. That's to the final Dark and the Wicked in the final, and it'll match up against The Wolf of Snow Hollow or Doctor Sleep. Come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, no, uh, yeah. yeah, Dr. Sleep, yeah. Right, so no. we got Dr. Sleep versus The Dark Sorry, and the Jim Wicked. Comics and werewolf fans. Yeah, we have Dr. <laughs> Sleep and The Dark and the Wicked in the final. So, uh, Lee Miley. What wins? I, I think if I'm going to use that argument. Good or I, evil. If, I, if I'm going to use that argument what, of what I used with the Black Coat's daughter and Dr. Sleep, I got to apply that towards Dr. Sleep. Because. They, they shot Dark and the Wicked at the, – the director shot the movie at his, what, house and or, like, yeah, something on his property. Yeah, at family farm. Yeah, I and, think it was a family farm. And so they, they shot it at the family farm. Brian Bertino shot at the family farm, had a lot of control, still a very hard thing to do. But once again, Dr. Sleep juggles a big budget, multiple characters. It, I, I told you, Rosa Hat made me wake up and screaming with a nightmare one time after I read the book. Yeah. So – but that was the book. The book. But when I saw Rose, when I saw her in this movie, I'm like, that's good casting. That's really yeah. good casting. This one's interesting for me because, yes, you you are absolutely correct with the points that you make. And then there's this thing of, okay, let's see what the movie does. So both movies deal with death, which is interesting. Like, it's, it's yeah. death. Death and, and, and loss and all of that. Um, and seeing weird things. But yeah, the one ends with like almost a bit more of a realistic touch and the other one kind of ends, Danny dies, but then they tie it up with a nice little bow in the end, you know, and, and, and make it a bit more soft landing type, which is interesting. That's the only reason why I'm wondering to, you know, but at the same time, your argument is solid. I mean, but then you've got Dark of the Wicked, it's got some horror imagery that it, it if you see it you will never unsee it but then dr sleep has effects that are just scenes sequences that are just it's a tough one yeah, but, the, way, the way dark and the wicked slowly alienates the characters and that's the point and it makes them weaker so then that yes. thing can get in and the way that like the finger lo- losing lo- losing the fingers it's a uh, just the way it, it like gets people to this point where they're so alienated and separates them that there's no happiness. There's never any happiness in sight. But it and it's so artful and it's so scary. Oh, it's so good. But Doctor Sleep, 
is a big budget movie that's still very mean. I mean, it features (gasps) Jacob Tremblay getting wiped off the face of the earth. It features that nice girl in the beginning getting Frankenstein, like a very Frankenstein-esque moment with Rose the Hat. Yeah. You you have, I mean, Cliff Curtis, I'm always a fan of, so I like him. Yes, very Uh, true. It's... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, and, is, this and, is stupid. And it's a, it's a, it's an original versus a sequel, which is also interesting. Because I mean, yeah, it's. I love Crow Daddy. Snakebite Andy's cool. Jeez, oh, always. There's cats. See, the Doctor the Wicked feels again like this portrait of a family on a farm, and Doctor Sleep is this big production, this world, this 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 world inside of the world. You know, this this other world. This just looks like it's your right world, and all the people in it. And Mark, we're gonna have to give it to Doctor Sleep. All right. See, you that's, know what's funny? I I feel like the hats you, win. The hats I, win. I, I love both of these movies, but I feel like you're more emotionally attached to them, whereas I'm incredibly attached to Black Coat's daughter. So I was gonna let you Me pick too, it. Me too, though. Me too, yeah. though. That that was the worst choice. Now of all these choices, that was the worst one. I let's do Doctor Sleep. I feel good about let's, it. Let's give it to Mike Flanagan's Doctor Sleep. I mean, The Dark of the Wicked in second place is no mean feat. Yeah, so. it had a good run. So, I mean, it had to defeat Devil. It and had Doctor, to defeat Candyman. Doctor Sleep was the very first podcast that I did with you. It's yeah. the very first one. Oh. Yeah. I was saying on Twitter back in what, what was this now? 2019, 2018, 2019. I can't remember. I was going on about Dr. Sleep is the best movie. And you were like, hey, want to do a pot? <laughs> yeah. Now, four years later. Here we are, 21 movies later. That's right. Now we're down to 16, doing a draft for your 500th episode week. <laughs> and we picked Dr. Sleep, which I'm happy with. I Yeah, that I, feels kind of like it had to be that way. I don't think it's controversial. I don't think it's the sexy pick. Uh, I don't think it's uh, a reach. So I think it genuinely earned its spot at the number one. It won the trophy, and it deserved to win the trophy. Listen, this is an incredibly hard thing that we just did. Um, Any other two people would – also, we could argue the entire night about this. I mean, this is for weeks, really. Like, (laughs) you can go on, and any other two people would have different arguments and different picks. And I think we did – I think we we did – we did a solid work. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. We did it. I want to I want to go to sleep for a week now. I I'm I'm exhausted. This was exhausting. Well, this is what you can do. You can go back and listen through all of our episodes that we recorded. They're all black. They're all wonderful. They'll all change your life. And then you can go check out Zanandi on Twitter. Um, that's at right. Zanandi to read her musings and tweets. And wonderful mm. cracked articles. You wrote one recently that I shared because I really liked it. But, uh, the Monty Python. Yeah, yeah. I just forget everything the next day. So, but I saw it and I was like, that's really cool. So, Same. yeah. So you're always writing good stuff. If if, if you want to promote your stuff too, go uh-huh. for it. You don't have to let me do it. No, thanks, Mark. I I like you doing it for me. You know I did. Thanks. <laughs> Should I promote you? Go read Mark. <laughs> Like Reddit articles, his dumb data stuff. Listen to all the movies, films, and flicks podcasts. He does stuff on fandom. He does stuff on. Oh my gosh, I can't remember everything. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this is great. A lot of things. <laughs> and thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you for getting us to 500 episodes and just 
you know, so. I, I think I would just do this regardless, but the continued growth really does help. Oh, it's special. It's special. I think we never think that, you know, a lot of people would actually listen to, you know, we're like nobody's. Like, we do, well, like, we don't see ourselves as anybody's. We do our thing. We do the hustle. We just love talking about movies and sharing opinions. And the fact that people actually listen is very, yeah, it's great, man. Thanks, guys. There's millions of podcasts out there. Exactly. And you listen to ours. So, thank you. But yeah, this was great. Thank you for joining me. I'm going to go take a nap. Yeah, forever. <laughs> On a farm. Uh, oh, no. Hide the needles. Surround yourself with family. I'll just take my hat. Oh, hey. Rose the Hat or that thing? Who wins? That thing. That thing would destroy Rose the Hat. That thing's like evil incarnate. Yeah, probably. It would It would and probably not just be, incarnate. It would, it would kill her with her own hat. The hat would just shrink and then explode her head like <laughs> closes on her all the steam would come out she's driving right oh the steam. she's driving then the hat like she's going 80 on the highway on uh, around a mountain the hat goes whoop, and then she just drives off there we go yeah that that classic like shining shots on the mountain oh classic yeah, oh, that would be such a funny spoof and rose all the steam goes because of a, a demon hat so meta. All right. Thank you for joining me. Thanks, Mark. All right. So for me, Mark Hoffmeyer, for Zanandia Boetas, this is Movie Sons of Flicks. We'll see you next week. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.